click. All right. And we'll do a, we'll do a everyone slap your microphone, right? And the three, and the two, and the one, and the sun. All right. Nice. We're synced. <laughs> it's sunk. Take it away, Decole. Your new name. Welcome. Bestowed upon you. What? I feel like you, you guys need to do the intro. Welcome to the North meets South meets No Plans to Merge, Laracon 2019 podcast. There it is. Jake taking charge as always. Hey, I love it. I, I didn't, you know, volunteer for this. We all agreed that you were Daniel, you were Daniel, Daniel. Daniel. to take it. Now you have to sing us the song you made up. Yes. Uh, North meets South meets No Plans to Merge. That's all. That's the whole song. We're in, a, we're in some sort of a green room. Yes. Uh, it. It strikes me that this green room has probably seen some stuff. It's seen some stuff. <laughs> you know, apparently, I was not here. I, I I came in yesterday and I was told that there was a, a distinctive like green scent. The room is not green. The room is green, have, but there was a green smell because there was some gig the night before. I have oh, smelled. Right. There was a rap I have smelled some before. green smells around the venue today. Mm, yeah, is that a legal thing in this state? Uh, nope. No, but in, in this city, it is a pervasive thing. It. it is. Yeah. It is. It just kind of sneaks up on you when you're not expecting it. Yeah. Everything's fine. The mm-hmm. high after you smoke. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, not the high after you smoke. The smell. Like yeah. in New York City, you're just walking around a corner and all of a sudden you smell something funky or something. It's true. Yeah, it's, yeah, just, it's it everywhere. Happens. It is everywhere. Especially in Times Square, seemingly. So, guys, how has Laracon been so far this year? Mm. First impressions. I've had a blast. Yeah. The design. Oh, yeah. Great design. Very Aesthetically, this year mm. is like... It's insane. It's all unified. It's all the same. It all like Jack McDade. I said I saw him yesterday, and I said, "Were you just like working nonstop on this for six months?" Like, and then Justin Jackson said it really well that this is like Jack McDade's wet dream. All of the, <laughs> yeah, all of the branding for the conference this year, so it's come out really good. It all looks like schmick, especially with all these massive Sony screens everywhere. Yeah. It just looks crisp. It does everything. <sighs> it's Huge amazing. screens, even the lanyards, like. Everything looks phenomenal. Yeah, and really, like on brand. Yes. It's a really also, defined genre. Do you feel like that way? Really, sort of like it's like this '80s theme is like. Can I just say the green, the Laracon text green over the pink background? Yeah, I hadn't seen green text until after the No Plans to Merge logo. Mm. Yeah. Which oh. before it was all pink and blue and all that, and then we put out the No true. Plans to Merge logo, and we all, took the daring the stance of putting a disgusting green color over pink, yeah. like a slime. Wow! And yeah. then look, look at there these lanyards. Now it's like big business. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Look at that. <laughs> It looks good. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like the design is great. And the one thing I noticed about that screen, I was like, it's so crisp. It's so good. That projector looks awesome. Oh, it was like, it's not a projector. Yeah, there's it's no a shadows. Screen. Yeah. It's a screen. Like, yeah. a, how big is that thing? Huge. It's got to be like, it's gotta be like 12 feet tall. Right? Yeah. Probably it's like huge. 18 by 12 or something It's like huge. That. It's yeah. really, really large. It is very large. Yep. And so, then the, like, when there's white on the screen, everyone's lit up. Yeah. Like, and everybody is. <laughs> everyone's right, blind. Right. Everyone in the first like five rows just can't see anymore. Like this would be the first conference that they that, like the audience doesn't want you to have a light theme. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because mm. it's yep. just insane. Yeah. Like dark themes look really good because yeah. everything pops like yeah. beautifully. Yeah. So and everybody's got... slides are like. Seem incredibly well designed. Yeah. And along with the theme of yeah. this. And so I'm going to go back and redesign the Redesign your whole thing tonight. Like Keith Damiani's oh, thing was, was oh, man. incredible. That was. That talk was great. You it really too, was. You, yeah. you, you Cole, you've been holding that under your hat. You've known about this. I knew what he was going to talk about uh, for a little. I forgot several times, though. 
Yeah. I've known forever. And yeah. then I was talking to Daniel and he's like, wait, what's he talking about? Yeah, but then I realized he had told me about it. Andy had told me about uh, like, like his adapter. Like I've heard about these things and I just keep forgetting them because yeah. they, they didn't say on the site what anyone's talking about. Right. No. So yeah. you can't yeah. like check and update your brain. Right. But I think yeah. Taylor does that just to be a baller because like he makes like on the fly moves. I wish I was a right. little bit taller. So I think it's just to give everybody the freedom. Like, but... And probably because he doesn't know what Adam's talking about until like you know the day before, the week before maybe yeah. too. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. I'm sure Adam doesn't know. Yeah, I think like so. Keith Demiani's like slides, you could tell like it's done by a designer, right? They were just no. so well done. Oh, really Keith so, yeah. exactly. is a designer. Him being yeah. the designer, that's what yeah. I'm saying, right? Yeah, no doubt. I really enjoyed like the theory though behind all the graph stuff too. Oh yeah, that was really incredible. He took like a dive into like the history of math for a yep. sec. It was like Euler. Let's talk about Euler. I know. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was. I always thought it was Euler. Yeah, me too. E U L E R. Euler. But and I taught math. I should know this. But you I taught math. You I did teach math. Yeah. What grades? I taught algebra through calculus. Oh, so no I taught secondary math. I was, I was formally trained. Dang man, secondary math education. Nice. Yeah. Good thing you went to college for that. Yep. Yeah. You know, you'd be surprised how many people that like majored in math or whatever that are now in like computer science fields. Oh. In computer science, well, not overlap. Computer science degree at my university is very heavily mathematics for the first twelve months at least. Yep, yep. Um, but they'll they'll do like a, a high school refresher in the first two weeks of the semester, hmm. and it's like, all right, this is year twelve maths. Now let's do university maths, and it's hmm. and it's like, no, it's not. No, thank you. I've had, I had enough. By that by that point, it was thirteen years of study. I thought, no, I'm not not going to work and then I bailed on, on uni and now you know, I'm doing okay I'm here in New York that's right with you fine people it's true talking about Laravel so speaking Woo. of Laravel so like favorite talks for the day okay I have a confession okay let's hear it you didn't, you didn't make it to any of the talks <laughs> I made it and to predicted. a few talks but I didn't make it to the vapor talk and yeah. here's why <laughs> I was a little tired during an earlier talk and I was like I want to be awake and focused during the vapor talk so I'm going to go back to the hotel which is like oh my two gosh. blocks away I'm going to take a quick nap I woke up like halfway through the vapor talk. No, I was no. like, no. no. So anyway, you guys get to tell me what happened in the vapor talk. And by telling me, you're telling the audience. Okay. Mm. Who wants to volunteer? Who wants to start out? I think Caleb would be a good storyteller. Okay. Caleb, you're going to start us out. So? so there I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was born. Born a pauper to a pawn. So first he released uh, so Laravel 6. Uh-huh. So it's a new major version. Mm-hmm. He switched to Semver, yep. semantic versioning. Which is kind of a big deal, and I wasn't sure if he was going to do it. I was going to say, that's going to feel awkward. I don't know if yeah. I'm alone in that. Like, it's going to feel weird, I like, feel version from 6 to 7 to 8 to whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's going to become, I mean, it's, I love the way, the I love the era of versioning. Yeah. Right? I yeah. think that's awesome. And I think, actually, we're ready for 6. Yeah. Like, even if we stuck with the era versioning. Sure. And I yeah. wish it was that. But I know, you know, as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, well, next year it's going to be like, oh, 7, and then 8. Yeah. And we're just going to, they're going to be talking about, oh, you remember 12? No, not really. Yeah, nobody yeah. will even talk about versions anymore. Exactly. Right? It becomes it doesn't matter anymore because right. everyone will just be on the latest latest version, right? There'll be no reason to. Yeah. Well, like what's um, what's Jason McCurry going to do about shifts? I mean, like you're not going to make a shift for every. Would you? You? Would I you think he just would. Every yeah. single change, right? I guess not. I guess not. Because yeah. you would just shift from six to seven instead yeah, of right, five point exactly. eight to five point nine. Yep, you're right. I find myself like carrying the torch of Taylor's Semver arguments that he's you know t- clearly tired with, so he's just doing he's it. Just, yeah. But people, you know, people constantly are like, "Well, it's not semantically versioned." You know, I yeah. launched this thing and it broke. It bro- like it, it, there's zero, effectively zero difference from yeah. what it's what is being done now to yeah. if it was. And the, and the thing is, even like now, 
the things that break in the wild when, when the new release of Laravel comes out, they're not things that get picked up by the tests. The things that happen because exactly. of like um, people like relying on some beha behavior in Laravel. So now we're going to have semantic versioning. Those, st those same things are still going to break. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to give people an excuse to like shit the bed over it because it's like, oh, you put out a patch release and it broke my thing. So yeah. I don't... Nothing will change. It'll still, exactly. it, it just means we'll change. get a new major version every 12 months instead of right. a new, like, minor release. So, yeah. 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 Okay. So, sorry. That was a rabbit trail. So, we got the new version. And we got Laravel. new branding. Laravel has a new yep. skin. Looks yeah. really good. Which Ooh. looks really good. So, Taylor hired, like, a premium design shop, Focus, yeah, Focus Labs. Lab. Focus yeah. Lab. Have you guys heard of them before? They actually I did the t shirts so. for the first Laracon in New York City. They did all the t-shirts and like the signs and everything for it. Oh, I okay. feel like I've seen their website. Like maybe we bid against them for something, but I don't remember. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, the new branding's out. It's a new logo that's sort of like a nod to the old logo and yep. apparently a nod to his like uh, his original intention for the logo, which yeah, is which like, Lego, like blocks. Lego blocks. Yeah. Yeah. So now it does look more Lego blocky, but it still has the shape of the normal Laravel logo. Yeah. And there's fancy animations on the site. It definitely looks really good. Yeah, new website. There's too. a custom typeface. Yeah. Like we've got our own Laravel typeface now. I say we. Laravel's got its own typeface now. Does do it really? Do you guys like it? No From way. From the people who've seen it in the room. I, so the I guess branding? he said that, but it didn't click I, for me. Yeah. Are you actually... saying specifically the logo or the website or what? The Which logo. Part? Like, do you guys like this as a new Laravel logo? I like it better than the current logo. Yes. I think the current logo is a little bit difficult. Like, it's it's um. Mm, I don't know. I, I feel like this one is a little bit more defined in the space that it takes up. Exactly. The other yep. one is like, it's kind of like, you is know, it, it overflows the edges. Or... Yeah, right. And it's, I don't know. Build logo is a little bit awkward, I guess. It's, oh, the thing is I'm used to it. So it's yeah. worked for so long. So yeah. this one is just, it, I mean, I like it. It'll just probably take a little bit of time to grow on me. But yeah. I do like it. Like first impression is it looks good. I like the It's got kind of a redish vibe. Okay. I can see it. that. If it was a different color, you would feel differently about that, probably, right? Probably. Yeah. I, I like it. I'm not saying I don't like it. It looks like some sort of, like, uh, enterprise platform as a service type of logo. Yeah, I think that that would be my one. Is this the missing piece? Is this what, like, really thrusts Laravel into the enterprise? Yeah. Is the logo? You know, all this time, Laravel hasn't been good for the enterprise. <laughs> yeah. Now it's, got a, now it's got a red and white logo. Yeah. It could yeah. be an it's enterprise. It's probably ready for enterprise yeah. now. Yeah. It does, I think that that would be one, I'll just say, observation, is that the new branding is more enterprise. More enterprise yeah. for sure. Which, for me, is not a feature, but for many others. And I think it's it's good for the framework. For sure. sure. Yeah, it's perception. It'll be a feature when yeah. you start charging those enterprise rights, though, yeah, for your consulting true. business. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Now we can settle the score with enterprise. And it's, it's going to fetch those enterprise sticker there. prices. That's true. It's any pro it's enterprise let it ready. Look at the Laracon website. Or look at the Laracon <laughs> website. Laracon website right? yeah. You're going to see this fancy animation on the homepage. Yeah. Like, oh, it is enterprise. Oh, it is. Yeah. Blood there enterprise it is. ready. Yep. Look at that hero with a video background. Yep. Hello. It's, it's blood ready for enterprise. Too, right? Yeah. Okay. Or just it's blood. Is it running through? No, I don't. That's I think not it's, implied. I, was it blood? Did you think it was blood running? It's blood. Okay. Okay, so Laravel branding updated. Laravel six. He didn't really mention anything specific. It was mostly just branding. Yeah, it was branding new website and new docs. New docs. New docs. Right, new docs. And Which... it is the responsive docs. Right. Yeah. Look really good. Yeah, that is good. The current docs are great. Outside, yeah. but you know, so there isn't. I feel much... like I don't care if the docs are responsive. I'm never gonna look at them on a phone. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really worried about it. Either, but anyway, but... continue. Yeah. Anyway, so then we get into Vapor. <laughs> so Vapor drops. 
And so what did you guys, does everybody know what vapor is? Like, I feel like even just the, the lay Laravel civilian, if you, like not a, an If you look at the tweet replies to his stuff, like it was only like 30% of the predictions were that it was something oh, really? serverless. Yeah. Okay, cool. So this is like big news. There was people who thought, it, I can't even remember what people thought. It was crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so it is serverless. Basically, yeah. like, the analogy I was thinking of, I mean, it's like a sacrilegious analogy of, like, Jesus, like, paying the price. Like, Taylor looked, Taylor understood the AWS docs. Like, he paid the price for us all, so yes. none of us have to like, yeah, look at the AWS time, yeah. Which is pushing that stuff further out of the stack, and now we've got this serverless deployment platform that's, like, custom-built and tuned for Laravel apps. And it all, all works in your existing AWS stuff. So you don't have to pay any extra for that. You've already got the AWS stuff running. Now it's just like, well, here's a nice UI. It's got a, a command line interface. So you can just like deploy your stuff. It manages databases, caches, all of that stuff for you. Injects all of the environment variables. So you know, the demos that we saw here, and I, I think there's cameras here filming it, so it'll be released at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is just, oh, it was live streamed today too. Freak live streamed And then and Freak live streamed it as well. So you can find that link on Twitter somewhere. Um, but like basically just launch all of your Laravel infrastructure on Vapor and and fall in love with the scalable simplicity of serverless. For real. Are the are the requests gonna be fast enough? Like is are serverless it, requests any slower? I feel like you're tearing something. They we talked are, about this. Yeah, they're marginally slower. We talked, the boot. we had one of our like Titan Taylor meetups. Okay, yeah. Uh, and he was talking about like they are marginally slower. What is marginally? He's at twelve millisecond response times. Is what he was looking at when he was doing. Yeah. When he was like, when he was like, he showed us like he said scaling it up to like five thousand users or whatever. The right? actual booting the application part, which, which is the only thing that slows anything down. Yeah. yeah. Booting the application, I think, was like a couple milliseconds. Yeah. Okay. Like not. So anything. we're talking like within like five milliseconds or less of total slowdown. Uh, yeah, I think it was more like two or three, but I could be okay. wrong. And this was a month or two ago. Because the, the slides he flashed that were like average 130 milliseconds, which isn't terrible. But, yeah. you know, I, I was definitely like, oh, man, is that something like if I was on Forge, I'd be getting 30 or 50 yeah, or sure. 60 but or something? But then we talking about concurrent warming. So it wasn't mentioned in the in the presentation, but he, he, t- he tweeted as well about concurrent warming and, and memory config and, and load balancing and all that kind of stuff. Like it's all just there. So yeah. I think these are the kinds of things that like when you're at that scale, that you're not necessarily going to get like five milliseconds or 20 milliseconds for a request. And like, if you're at that scale, you're not having to worry about the warming so much because you know, the process is yeah, 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 exactly. Right. So this is, is this a tool for every man? It's. I think it is. I think so. I, like, really? Saying, so you guys. So I. Well, the only reason I ask is because it's expensive. Yeah. Not, not no, the service that he's providing. It's forty bucks a month, which is a freaking steal for anybody for what he's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay, and he's also kind of going to the base camp model where it's like unlimited teams, unlimited projects, unlimited every. You pay for the service and yep. you have unlimited everything, right? Yep. But. AWS is expensive, right? Because you're not paying. Right. You're, you're paying for it. What is it? It's not an EC2. It's it's, it's, a, it's a lambdas, right? Yeah. It's yeah. But you're already paying yep. for that stuff. Well, I mean, like, and that's you database. Can, and it depends on what you run too, because like yeah. depending on what your website is, especially if it's something that's high, uh, high utilization but low volume. Right, like imagine uh, like our friends making chip with CI, right? If you're making a CI. Uh, process that is like running in Laravel uh, that gets spun up, uses a ton of resources, but only uses those resources when it's spun up, then 
you're saving tons of money because you don't need to yeah, buy like, like a like an M3 large or whatever EC2 box you would buy, and then just have it sitting around all month, costing you 500 bucks a month. Instead, you can just like spin it up whenever you know whenever yeah. you need to run a service. When I think if you if you run like a personal site that's really low volume, like you could do you could conceivably maybe save money on like a medium or something like that. I'm not sure though. I think the database thing and the extras are the killer. Yeah. That like yeah, lambda wise yeah. will save. But when he flashed like the database, yeah, it's yeah. Like fifteen you bucks know, a month, like the smallest. It did say tilde fifteen bucks, and he did say that it's like, so I, yeah, I don't know. But I, I saw that too, and I was like, oh, so this might be something I don't use. Yeah. For most projects, like I wouldn't use it to muck around. Like I wouldn't host my website on it because I'm paying two dollars fifty a month for a for a vulture exactly. server. But or you can just set up like an S three static site. I mean, that, yeah, I do that too, and that's like nothing. Or, or Netlify or something like that. Right, sure. Because all of that's right. really easy. But for businesses that need the scale, but they don't necessarily have the infrastructure, and or it's hard to say. Like if if you're at this at the size where you need this kind of scale, surely you would have the infrastructure people there, but. This just like takes all that stuff away and it lets you developers focus on developing and all of that kind of stuff is done for you. Here's the other big thing too, is that it's managed. I think that's a big piece for me. Mm-hmm. It's like the the OS updates and the PH, all that stuff, you don't have to worry about ever yeah. anymore. Like it's done. That's a big thing. thing well, it's for me. So like even if we're not talking about scale, like I want to manage solution, right? Yeah. But I don't want to, whatever. Yeah. This, this is that. So yeah. yeah, if you can get it for a reasonable price, like if, like the AWS price, Taylor's price is very reasonable. I'm just saying, if, and I, and that's yeah. what I was trying to figure out. How much is it going to cost me to host a site that's trivial or whatever? Right? Yeah. I think maybe it's not for the trivial sites, right? And I think it would be for anybody who would just make money. I kind of just want. Made money on I kind of want to stick a trivial site on it though. That's the, just that's that's right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you do it for a month. I think the yeah. <laughs> what did you say? I do it for a month. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred dollars later. All right. That was a good experiment. <laughs> that was fun. I just. I tend to think like there's, if you're doing anything that has any kind of, yeah, you have to be making some money. Right. But if you have anything that has like any sort of backend computing requirement, like I think the point where you're going to tip the scales is a lot sooner than you think. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. How do sessions work? <laughs> oh, how do sessions, sessions, sessions work? Full stop. Full stop, full stop just, period. Just an update. You might have yeah. Like on one of our podcasts, the oh, Noclamp Submerge podcast. We revealed how little we know about sessions. We literally know nothing. Caleb and I talked for like an hour about, we just like made up how sessions must work. Exactly. And then Michael Dorinda, he back channeled us and showed us what's up. And he's like, you guys, are you kidding me? I was yelling in the car like, no, how do you not know? (laughs) And we actually got some good reviews on that episode. Yesterday, somebody came up to me and was like, dude, it was reverse imposter syndrome. Like it was the first time that I was like, whoa. These guys, like, they don't know something I know. Yeah. So I, we're happy to provide. Yeah, no, that, we like, provide a service to Laravel community of letting them know that people who make podcasts are also idiots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I tell people all that all the time. Like, people come up to me and they're like, "Thanks for the podcast." Thank you. I'm like, I just, I'm just a guy that bought a hundred dollar microphone and yeah. pays for. Is that an Australian dollar? Yeah. What kind so of dollar is that you're so talking that's, about? That's Australian dollar. So it's probably like thirty bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shipping yeah. is ridiculous in Australia. Yeah. But, so anyway, sessions. Yeah. So you school to sessions. Since then, I have learned all about sessions. All about sessions. Liveware uses them. Excellent. For some things. But I have continued curious. to know nothing about sessions. Continue. Right. <laughs> How do sessions work in with Vapor? Does it use the cache? It would use the, the cache. Download DB? It, you just hold the driver. It just falls through to that? Well, it would have to, yeah. It would, I mean, because remember, uh, uh, you remember. You don't know. You remember. 
the audience doesn't know. Taylor was saying that all of this stuff, in, in your default .env file, you've got all of these things in there. But Vapor handles a whole bunch of that awesome. stuff for you. Yeah, so it's like your session driver is set to file by default right. in Laravel. But in Vapor, I would assume... It was DynamoDB, he said. Yeah, so DynamoDB. Right? Yeah. I guess so, because he didn't mention sessions. Yeah, he didn't mention it specifically, but, but my assumption is yeah, that it would set the, the session driver to DynamoDB or gotcha. Redis yeah. or whatever. So it would handle all that for you. Whatever's handling your cache. And at that kind of size and that kind of scale, like, and this is what I said to you in the, in the back channels, right? That yeah. if you've got two servers or three servers, you, you can't use a file-based um, session driver right. because if you've got a load balancer in front of that, and you don't, you don't know, know which server you're going to hit, you don't know which server you're going to hit. So if you've logged into and the first request hits one server, you hit the load balancer and that server goes away, and you have to go to another server. But the session's on the file, you're going to have to yeah. log in again. Right. So yeah, something that's like so nice independent of your of your application server is where that happens so right and making it infinitely scalable is insane yeah yeah like that's absolutely insane yeah. and has so many advantages like you could rely on the cache in the session and never worry about any of that yeah. which is amazing as soon as you have a second server like you're moving cache to to redis and you're moving sessions to redis and you're moving your files to s3 or something um and i think that's another thing that's pretty incredible is like He's doing so much work for you, even just in the ENB space. Like you set up a yeah. database, ENBs are there. You set up SES, it sets up the DKIM, all that stuff, verifies so your data, routes, sorry, everything. Yeah, yep, so. that's all set up. Oh, you want a new domain? We'll set that up for you. That, we'll go ahead and handle certificates for you. Was the domain So you Sarah Vine told me about the CLI and that it was super cool. Can you talk about the CLI for a sec? Because I was basically all the stuff that you can do in the GUI yep. dashboard online, you can also do in the CLI. So there's a Vapor CLI. And you can just basically say, you know, I, what is it, PHP, is it, is it Artisan? It's, no, no, it's Vapor, so you can do Vapor build, Vapor deploy, Vapor test. What is it, PHP Vapor, is that what it is? It's not Artisan. No. It's PHP oh, Vapor, it's... colon, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the same, right. And, but the, um, the CLI tool looks really, like, it's graphical. It is a graphical yeah, it's sort a... of tool, right? So yeah. it's, it's got, like, I don't know. It kind of fits the 80s theme, honestly. Yeah. Like some of the, it's the screens that it was generating, like colored screens like in the CLI. It looked know. really cool. That, that did look cool. Yeah. That's the first time and it was amazing because... That's part of the like symphony. You can spin up a new database, like a vapor database, whatever, and then it just comes up with all the options yeah. for like all the different sizes. And you just, I mean... You can get your like usage reports, just like vapor usage. Yeah, yeah. Like metrics, that. all of that stuff. Metrics. Yeah, but all of that stuff is part of the symphony console. Okay. Component. Yeah, so it's just like pick or option or something like that. It's called a TUI, a text user interface, textual ah, user interface. TUI. So Taylor wrote paper first just for the command line because he doesn't like UIs. So he wrote the whole thing. And so, and then Adam and Steve, I think, bought, or, you know, did the, the yeah. spa front end. Assuming it's a spa front end, I don't actually know. But I think it's probably it's running inertia.js or something. Sure. I'll convert it to LiveWire. It's probably LiveWire. I definitely was looking at it and I'm like, how would I do all these things? Okay, yes, I could do that. Yes, I could do that. Just making sure there's nothing that I was like, oh, I can't do that. But what, yes. can, what couldn't you do? No, I was saying hoping there wasn't oh, anything, okay. and there wasn't. But um, like we're unstoppable. unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, right. Still so undefeated. I, was like, oh, I should make like a vapor clone. <laughs> but yeah, so he wrote it for. I started, I think I'm actually going to be releasing a vapor course. Uh, I'm just going to announce it right now. I just bought yeah. <laughs> So I'll beat you to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if like Dave casts and started taking. Yeah, oh yeah, no, I've been I've been doing Dave casts this whole time. Yeah, <laughs> every, every no place emerges a Dave cast. <laughs> it's true. 
Okay, we, we've hit our time limit here. Yeah. We are at 23. So what do we want to say? What, what are the like, last words about Vapor? What, what do you guys think? Last impressions. Is will you use it? As, As the, the person, person who knows the least about, about it in the room, room I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> every company I work for, every company that I have worked for will use it. Yeah. Every project I work on that makes money will use it. Yeah. I think that's like goes without saying for me. Yeah. There is Mark, like think? there is definitely still a market for people that are using Forge. Like I don't think that Vapor is going to immediately cannibalize it. Cannibalize that. Right. People, you know, personal websites, things like that. Um, small projects, yeah, people are still going to use it if they're not making tons of money. Sure. Um, but th- there is definitely a threshold. I don't know where that threshold is. And there's where, some like, unique challenges too if you do the sort of list, so like yeah. uh, file uploads, for example. Right. Or like it just it just makes it it does make it more complicated. Now Taylor like did his darn best and like yeah. uh, you know has a whole setup to make that super simple. Yeah. But there are just some like considerations to be made for yeah. those sorts of things. And but, I mean, would you call, kind of would you call them gaches? Gatches. There's a bunch, a bunch of gatches. A bunch of gatches. A couple yeah. of gatches. No, I wouldn't. No. I, I think it's, uh, you know, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is like at what, at what scale does it make sense for me to switch? Yeah. That's all I'm trying to figure out. You'll but, figure it out. You'll know when you hit it. Yeah. Right. Right. So, I mean, I'm super excited too, though. It's an insane amount of work into that thing. And it's so butter smooth. Well, it's it's literally butter. everything was perfect yeah but you can it was in perfect. case it wasn't clear before you can purchase a domain on vapor right yes you don't need <laughs> Whoa, it like search stuff and everything yeah. for you too yeah yeah so you, you purchase a domain straight through vapor it will handle setting up the search CNS, for you yeah. all that Ooh. everything that's pretty cool also ses did you hear that yeah yeah, yeah that. you say ses and it says that the dtim injects the env variables that you need so that's, literally in the env thing the only thing that you have is like i don't know like twilio right or Sentry right. or Bugsnag, whatever. Like just any third-party services that you're using. Yeah. You see how I had Bug Bugsnag in the demo, but Sentry sponsors Laracon. They both sponsor Laracon. Bugsnag does too. Still? Yeah, yeah they're, they're right, right out there. Oh, seriously? Yeah. yeah. All right. They're in the uh, swag bag. You did, did say Twilio, though. We should have said Nexmo. I think that's the Nexmo. Sorry. Yeah, Nexmo. There's one. Oops. Cool. Sorry. Ring Central. <laughs> oh no! All right, let's let's wrap this up, lads. We're gonna go and have some pizza and then go bowling at this yep. after party. Pizza. You guys have after party? You to the after dark? Uh, pizza. Yeah, I might have yeah, some uh, talk prep to do, but I will be there. Okay. You have to change all your slides to dark mode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I need here's to. here's the question I have for you, right? Yeah. Is being a speaker worth it for you? Like I feel like I'm under so much less pressure because I know that I don't have to go talk at all. Yeah. It'd be really cool, and I was really like. Wanting to give a talk and I just basically was too lazy. But you were, you were relieved when you weren't selected. We don't know. Sure. We don't, we don't know, know yet if it's worth it. We'll, we'll have to see if Taylor's, Taylor's sticker business, business goes boom or bust. I mean, is it, honestly, I ask myself that question all the time. Did I, I asked myself that question today. Like, is it worth being a speaker? You saying? Oh yeah. That's and I'm like, yourself? this. Yeah. I will. I do this again next year because it it is, and I'm not like totally tweaking out, but it's a fair amount of turmoil, and then it, it'll like ruin like half of my day tomorrow. But then after it, I'll be like, this is amazing. <laughs> it's like the runner's high, right? I yeah, feel like it, it, it'll, it'll ruin, ruin less days than it makes, depending yeah. on how the live bar launch goes. Uh, hard to know. Yeah, honestly. That's true. Like, right. you've got a product that you're showing. So, like, for okay. you, it's probably totally worth it. But, I, like, I didn't even, that wasn't even the talk that got accepted. I was just showing Taylor Livewire, and I was like, yo, can I actually, he's like, yeah, sure. 
So <laughs> he's just gonna like he's just gonna like vape it to play live wire to production on stage tomorrow. <laughs> he, he did offer to like we were gonna work something out yeah. so that I use Vaporant, but it's just more hassle. Or just like build it all in chipper. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, okay. we're gonna wrap this thing. We're gonna yeah, wrap it. Wrap it. We're wrapping it. But uh. Butter. Put it in a blanket. Butter. Cue Thanks. outro music. Oh, wait. No, you but, think. No, yeah. yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody, listening to North and South. Meets, no plans to merge. We'll see you in this episode at everywhere on the internet. US slash podcast. Just kidding. Submit a merge request. Bit.ly slash Jake Bennett happy face. There we go. All right. Cue outro music. Bump, bump, bump.